with issue for all women. Hello, hello, Mickey here. I hope you're in some sort of cheese coma or perhaps you're one of those up and atom types who run a marathon before sunrise. In either case, well done you. Now, even if you're new to Standard Issue, you'll have noticed we have a lot of content. Well done us. But what we've not had a lot of over the past couple of years is the live gigs that then become gig casts because, you know, the world. Anyway, that gave each of us the perfect excuse to revisit one of our favourites. So, allow me to take you back in time. Do, 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 do. Is, that, is that time travel noise? I don't know. Pretend it was time travel noise. To September 2017, when the boss and I chatted to Olivia Coleman, Kerry Godleyman and Jenny Eclair. I mean, what a lineup! All three of our guests were utterly brilliant, charming and very, very funny. And I still crack up thinking of Jenny Eclair being the bravest little girl in the world. No one knows. No one knows how brave she is. But I have chosen this one specifically for Olivia Coleman. One, because she's so damn busy now, we wouldn't have a fart in trousers chance of getting her on the podcast. And two, because turns out Olivia Coleman and I have something fairly big in common. And apparently... It's disgusting. This was a real joy to revisit. May you have as much fun as I did. Welcome to the Standard Issue Podcast. Um, should we introduce ourselves? Should we start? Do you want to start, Mickey Noonan? Why don't you start? So, okay. uh, your name, what you do, and a random fact about yourself. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mickey Noonan, and I'm the editor of Standard Issue magazine. And when I was little, I thought the cat looked a little bit untidy, so I trimmed his whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> and he couldn't go out for a month. <laughs> Well, he could, but he couldn't come back in, I guess. No, they... Because <laughs> he couldn't measure it. He can't his... measure, yeah. Oh, bless. I know. Oh, okay. <laughs> Jenny. Oh, uh, hello. Uh, my, uh, my name's Jenny Eclair. Only it isn't. Not in real life. I made that up when I was 17. Um, my... Look, don't tell anybody ever. My real name, Jenny Eclair Hargreaves. Oh. It's shit, I know. So... <laughs> I changed it. Um, and were you, you, were you eating the cream cake at the time when you changed <laughs> it? No, I was pretending to be French in a Blackpool nightclub to try and get off with somebody. Listen, I didn't even do French at school. I did German. <laughs> so, and a bit of Latin, but that never worked. So, yeah, it was... Anyway, there we go. It's stuck now. I like it. Good. Uh, Olivia? Um, uh, my name's Olivia Coleman, and that's not real either. Um, but... <laughs> are you also are you also Hargreaves? Is it just a thing that everybody I'm has against Jenny Hargreaves? Claire Hargreaves. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> um, I was. Oh, it makes me. I can't bear my name. Is it Higginbottom? <laughs> no, Coleman's real. But I was christened Sarah, which doesn't. No offence. Well, <laughs> So when I when I emailed you to do this gig, when I when I emailed you to do this gig, you vomit. Oh no, it's not. You recoiled. recoiled. You know what? She recoiled. Literally just sat down. We've just started, and I (laughs) fucked it already. I'm really sorry. You know what it means, princess? Uh, No, but listen, Olivia means um, spread. Nothing you can say. (laughs) (sighs) I can't do anything. I'm really sorry. Is it this? It, was it the same? Spelling? I love you. I, think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I loved you as well. Yeah. Um, it just it didn't s- suit me. It wasn't me. I'm really sorry. <laughs> My nickname, Collie, has been. I've had that since I was about four or five. So I've always been called Collie. And then when people say Sarah, it doesn't feel right because no one calls me Sarah. So that's, I think, my confusion. Let's call her Sarah all night long. <laughs> I'll leave. <laughs> and can I be Jenny Claire Hargreaves <laughs> for the night? <laughs> Is that your random fact then? Uh, oh, yeah, OK, yeah. Yeah, OK. Yeah. <laughs> Kerry. Uh, my name's Kerry Godleyman. That is my real name. Good, you couldn't finally. make that up, could you? Uh-huh. So I did move changing my name because there's a window of opportunity to change your name, isn't yeah. there? And I thought, oh, maybe I will, and then didn't yeah so yeah that is my real name that's it Sarah you're still recovering from what (laughs) what just happened when someone (laughs) nearly threw up about having the name Sarah (laughs) (laughs) 
am, hold on a second, sorry. <laughs> I am Sarah Milliken. <laughs> <laughs> And, and that that's isn't beautiful. my real name. <laughs> and um, it means princess. <laughs> it does. It's my, uh, it's, Milliken is my married name, um, but not <laughs> who I'm currently married to. How <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? <laughs> I didn't really so what's your maiden name? Uh, <laughs> uh, Jenny Claire Hargreaves. Uh, yeah, so that's... Uh, I was going to do a different random fact. Um, I, uh, for the first time in so long... I did my tash today. <laughs> Feels really good. If anybody wants to touch my top lip, it's so fucking smooth. But do it now, because by the end of the show, it'll be prickly again. <laughs> do you find it gets extra sensitive once you've, like... Do you, what, do you wax or... Oh, no, I'm not... I haven't got the sort of pain threshold for waxing. I do the cream. Yeah, hey, uh, so, in the bath today, I looked a lot like the uh, Colonel, the KFC man. Because <laughs> I had the little bit there and then the little bit down there as well. Um, but it feels so lovely right now. Yeah. I mean, it's sweaty. <laughs> but, but it's sweaty just, and It smooth. just slips off, though, doesn't <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> but it felt like a special occasion. <laughs> You're welcome, guys. <laughs> What never fails to make you laugh, Jenny Claire Hargreaves? Oh, I'm a miserable old cow. Um, well, never... Well, obviously, other people's misfortune. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a, what does it Confucius say? There's nothing like seeing an old friend fall off a high roof. Hilarious! <laughs> 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 well, I genuinely do. I, you know, it, it's other people's... Sort of, uh, I, I like the pricking of bubbles. I like seeing a very beautiful girl have to unhoik her knickers from her ass. <laughs> that sort of thing where people sort of are uh, getting on with their lives very easily and everything's beautiful, and suddenly, you know, they might just pooped or, or just something happens to them and you go, yeah, you're a twat as well. This is marvellous. <laughs> yes, general twatishness. Yeah. Um, what else makes it... I'll come come back to me on that one. I'll I'll have a think. It's not how this works. (laughs) (laughs) Olivia? Um, I think similarly, uh, anyone falling over makes me laugh. Cats falling over, that's funny, (laughs) because they're not meant to. And unfortunately, my poor husband, if he he gets, you know, sort of slapped the balls, it makes me laugh. (laughs) Not, you know, that sounds... (laughs) But... Is that something you, know, you do kid, regularly? If a kid runs towards him, one of our kids, and gets him in the balls, and he is rendered sort of... I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's awful, isn't it? Poet. Poet. You've just reminded me of that age when a kid headbutts you in the genitals. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a good age. Yeah, that, that's yeah. funny. That is and, funny. Um, again, I, yeah, uh, animals... Anthropomorphising animals, I find, mm. continually pleasing. Anyone doing it, I don't mind if it's you or Johnny Morris, anyone, anyone just yeah. giving a voice to an animal... Mm. Don't know why that amuses me. <laughs> and anything where I can... A child doing the robot. Oh, really? <laughs> That's really specific. Well, yeah. There's something really pleasing about the intensity of a young child doing the robot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, because they're really focused. I think I'm the same on the animal thing. I think it's the humanising I love the a human voice on an animal. One of my very favourite <laughs> days of my entire 42 years was... Um, we, when we got our rescue dog, uh, we had to get him his bits done, his uh, gentleman's surgery, as we called it, when he was in earshot. Knackers <laughs> <laughs> off when he was in a different room. <laughs> and they said he'll bounce back in a couple of days. <laughs> and he was four, so he didn't bounce back. It took him a month to recover. Yeah, and he, we had all sorts of cones. So we had yeah, the stiff exactly. cones, big cones, little cones, soft cones, all of these different kinds of cones to stop him having a go at it and uh and in the end the veterinary nurse said um you could put pants on him and it was like she'd been looking at my bucket list (laughs) and and seen the one thing that was on my bucket list (laughs) so we went to asda and and we didn't know what size he'd be (laughs) because he's a dog uh so, because he's four, we got age four pants. <laughs> Sarah, if they'd not, if they hadn't fitted, would you have taken them back? Would, would you have tried them on the dog no. and taken them back? Would you? Would you? I don't think I could have done Because they might have had hairs in them. Yeah. 
And they'd be like, your baby is really developed. <laughs> <laughs> but we did, we had to cut a hole out for his tail. And, and he, didn't, he didn't like it. So after a couple of hours, he got very frustrated because we had, every time he wanted away, we had to take his pants off and put them back on again. And, so we did take them off, but I got so many photos. And it's genuinely one of the favorite, my favorite things of it. And, like proper medical permission to do something so ridiculous was incredible. Doesn't, yeah. doesn't he wear your things. knickers as well? He wear, yeah, but he wears them on his head. Okay. He just likes dirty pants. Like, I've been away for a few days. <laughs> he, I've been away for a few days, so I put all my pants and socks in a carrier bag in my suitcase, and because uh, I'm not a monster. And <laughs> then when I unpack my case, I empty the bag onto the kitchen floor, and I go, come on, then. And he <laughs> comes in the kitchen all excited, because this is his present from the holiday that I haven't <laughs> been on. And he circles the pile... And then he picks a pair of pants and generally one sock and he puts them in another room for later. He's <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> one of my favourite things across D- the board. Dirty pants? Yeah, dirty pants. So it's a smell thing? Yeah, I think because they oh, smell of... utterly revolting. <laughs> <laughs> you squeezed people out of your vagina. That's more disgusting. <laughs> uh, I used to think it was gross and now I think it's because he loves me so much. <laughs> my husband I... doesn't do it. He doesn't love me that much. <laughs> <laughs> he responds to my bag of pants and socks the same way Olivia responded to my fucking name. <laughs> Can I just clarify with oh. Kerry that when you squeeze some people out of your vagina, they were actually children? <laughs> oh, I thought that was implicit. Are you just talking about <laughs> rejected <children>. dates? <laughs> it's too late by then. <laughs> start with Kerry what's the best and worst thing about your work and life let's start with best um the best is I think the unpredictability Mm. and I think that's the worst as well oh interesting so it is really lovely that sometimes you don't know what's going to happen or you don't know what's going to come and then of course the flip of that is that maybe nothing will come and you will be unemployed so it is lovely that there's no routine or no pattern or predicted pattern so I think that Mm-hmm. really and and the spontaneity of it and that you know it's sometimes I just think it's so lovely that you have no idea what character you're going to play or what you're going to say or it's all just there to be discovered mm. I think is one of the best things of it nice Olivia um I would agree with that completely like I like not knowing what's happening um um I love I love my job and then I hate learning lines yeah. so that's can't get someone to you learn know. them for you. Should, there must be someone <laughs> who'd do that. Could you just One have an the... earpiece where somebody just says the oh, line? Oh, yeah, you can do that. Is that a but thing I, that think, I think I would mouth it just beforehand. <laughs> and, and then... Do you... People have apps and things now, don't they? There are apps. Like, you know how there's so much yeah, technology... Yeah, but you actually have but to... But you still got to learn Do the work. Them. You have to put it on there. Yeah. You might as well just... You've still got to do the deed of the learning. Is there a trick to learning it, or is it literally just saying it over and over and over and over? It's just... All stand-ups normally have it in biro down their forearms. I have done that occasionally, but, yeah, jobs. But then don't you worry, if I have... uh, Then I sweat on stage, and then it's just... just (laughs) Oh, look at the lovely blue hand I have now. Yeah, I I find... I can't... I don't have to learn lines very often, but when I have to... Uh, I'm not. As, I can learn my own stuff. Like it's so much. I don't know because oh, you yeah, do stand it. It's much yeah, easier when season. you've written it. Yeah. But when someone else has, you're like, have to learn it. Have to learn it. Yeah. Especially <laughs> if it was Shakespeare. <laughs> do you have to do it in that well, voice? Well, yeah. I think it's But when it's something contemporary, you always think, ah, oh, wing it. But if it's proper, <laughs> yeah. If it's iambic or something, they're like, now you do. Yeah. <laughs> you and I have, or as a as a younger person. Did a tour of a Shakespeare play. Can't remember what it oh, uh, was. The one with Prospero. What's that one? She can't remember the yeah, title. Yeah, Tempest. Never mind the actual the lines. And uh, I, I couldn't remember it. And I was trying to make it up, which is really hard. <laughs> yeah, in, He's good, isn't he? He's good at writing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I, I think they noticed. <laughs> so. I know someone who did that and they panicked so much. And it was like a proper play, you know, oh. like a grown-up play. And he panicked and he'd, he lost it completely and just went, I think I've left the, left the gas on. Which had absolutely nothing to do with anything. I think I've left the gas And off he went. And left. Yeah. And left everyone on stage going... <laughs> <laughs> oh. Jenny.
Jenny, what are the best and worst things about your oh, work well, and life, love? As a stand-up, the hours, you see, because you only have to do an hour and a half um, actual work. And then the rest is faffing about in your pants eating sandwiches. <laughs> um, and, and sort of listening to bits and bobs on your iPad and all that. And, and um, tormenting your tour manager. And sh- oh, uh, you know, and then afterwards you drink wine in the car. It's marvellous. <laughs> <laughs> How many of you do an hour and a half and then... Have a glass of wine. I mean, it really... <laughs> While you're driving home. Yeah, well, that's I'm not driving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sat there. I've got popcorn all over me. Oh, do you know what? Because I'm a fiend for the popcorn, post-show popcorn. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it, do you make it yourself or is it... No, of course not. <laughs> and sometimes I stay in hotels and I have a glass of wine and my popcorn <laughs> and I wake up. I'm covered in popcorn, like some kind of Doctor Who creature. <laughs> if I've done fake tan as well, because occasionally I have to do fake tan, I do that. I'm a bit sweaty, because it makes you claggy, doesn't it, the fake tan? <laughs> popcorn all stuck to your fake tan. <laughs> Are you mostly sort of in your pants in the car? Do I what? If you're, I'm interested in the popcorn sticking to your skin, yes. and that you're not clearly wearing any clothes. No, this is post This is, oh, post this is when you get in. In the hotel. In the hotel. Got it. Fake tanned up. Glass of wine, popcorn. <laughs> I think you are nailing this. <laughs> and what is the worst thing? Is it picking the popcorn out the next oh. day? <laughs> Snivelling insecurity, seething jealousy, paranoia. Um, and, and at the moment, I've always been a hypochondriac, but I swear it's getting worse. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Slow burner, that one. <laughs> um, no, I, I have to sometimes, if I haven't got quite enough work on to do, then I can imagine very easily that I'm terribly ill. Okay. That's a skill, isn't it? <laughs> I go to bed. <laughs> I'm actually so, oh, I think, oh, I think I've got a little bit of a, a tumour somewhere. <laughs> I don't, no, I have an awful, terrible anxiety occasionally. Awful, awful. I think all of us probably... Have um, in some form or other a little bit of the anxiety monster. Mm. Popcorn, though. <laughs> yeah, popcorn. Why the popcorn far away? Is that the way? God, that looks sounds amazing. Mickey, what's uh, best and worst thing? Um, I work with some brilliantly funny women, so even if it's a tough day and like work's kicking my ass, I'll laugh at some point, and that's really lovely because mm. um, I think laughter makes everything feel a bit better. The worst thing, um, I'm quite tired sometimes, which is quite <laughs> <laughs> about as bad as it gets at the moment because my boss is on stage. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> you can be honest if you want. I mean, no, I'll fire you. No, but... <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm going to leave that gauntlet there, but thanks for popping it down. <laughs> what about you, Millican? Um, one of the things I love the most about my job right now, uh, this sort of moment, is I've created a, quite a few environments where I'm surrounded by excellent women. Uh, so uh, Standard Issue is a team of excellent women. Uh, we put these events on, excellent women. Uh, I am in the process of the very early stages of uh, developing a panel show, hopefully for Radio 4, that is mostly uh, I was going to say mostly excellent women. That doesn't sound like this one shit woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I suppose we have to invite her as well. Uh, mostly excellent women and, uh, and one excellent man. Uh, <laughs> and I, I like being. I, I feel very grateful that I'm in a position where I can create. I think it's because I used when I worked in an office and civil service and that sort of job, I was constantly surrounded by women. And then as soon as I went into comedy, they all seemed to disappear, and I'd see one every now and again. So I'm now in a position. Uh, very uh, grateful that I am that I can create environments where I spend loads of time with women and it makes me very happy and I think the worst thing uh, it's probably similar to all the the big list of things that Jenny had the kind of the anxiety and the sometimes feeling a bit lonely and that sort of thing as well Um, so I uh, but I still sometimes I catch myself I don't know if (laughs) people do this who are self-employed but every now and again, I'll go past a shop that I like or a pub that I like, and I'll see a sign outside that says... Help wanted. Help wanted. <laughs> and I think, oh, I could get... Oh, no, I've got a job. <laughs> <laughs> because whenever I had a proper job, I was always looking for the next proper job because I was never really that happy, and I didn't know why, and I think I figured out eventually is because I like to perform. And so even now, I'll go past a shop, and I'll be like, oh, I could go in. And just before I sit, go in to, like, 
see if it's a CV or an application form, I realise that I have a tour that I have to do. Uh, so, Sir, I've got a sign outside my house that says help wanted. Because <laughs> I'm really struggling with a script at the moment. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start with Olivia. <laughs> if you could... <laughs> See, going, going second, I get to think and copy what they've said. <laughs> going first, I'm screwed. Um, if you could go for a pint or a cup of tea with any woman from history, who would it be? And why? Quicker, quicker call. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, okay. That's good. That's a that's good, a good one. one, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Mine's Eleanor Roosevelt as well. <laughs> yeah. uh, Would it be a pint or a and, Oh, I know, Tallulah Bankhead, because she sounds like a fucking laugh. <laughs> she? she was smuggling eating schoolboys out of school to. to I thought you I said mean, that's eating not that bad. Um, smuggling oh, eating, and she eating schoolboys. Well, I, I don't know what she was doing with them, but. Um, <laughs> yeah, you see, I shouldn't be here. I'm just like. <laughs> Let's stick with... Eleanor Roosevelt went down really well. <laughs> Jenny? Um, this is one that really stumps me every time, because you get asked this, don't you? Um, so, um, well, uh, wine and popcorn with... Uh, do, uh, does anybody know a woman called Leonora Carrington? She's just a bit mental. Um, she's dead now. Uh, and she was a painter and a surrealist, and she ran away from a very privileged background and uh, on a submarine. And what? yes, from a, from being a debutante, she was debut a runaway debutante, and they sent her nanny in a submarine to get her. And and she wow. fucked everybody. She was marvelous. Why do we not know a, this story? Was, well, I might have made her up. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> But Google, Google Leonora Carrington. That sounds She's interesting, yes. I she wrote a book as well. It'd be more than one drink, wouldn't it? It'd be a lost yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah that <laughs> sounds, she sounds brilliant. Yes. Can we all come? Well, um, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Kerry, is yours genuinely Eleanor Roosevelt? No, I, I struggle to think about it. I, was th um, I, I like the idea of Joan Littlewood, because I bet she was, like really interesting and really inspiring because she really just bloody got on with it and made all those amazing shows at a time. And that shop, I mean, you know, Little Woods was great, <laughs> wasn't it? <laughs> it's gone to shit now. Isn't it? And yeah, the pools as well, the pools. Oh, yeah. yeah the pools. She was all she over was everything. She loved football drawers, just loads of drawers. I don't know that much about her, but I had to come up with someone, so I thought she'd be... Yeah. Or Dorothy Parker, I bet she'd mm, be a laugh. Amazing. She, I, I, I mean, I think we all fancy a bit of Parker, but I think there would be a point where Parker would turn. Yeah, uh, that's what I mean. She'd get <laughs> nasty. And it'll yeah, all she'd get, get nasty, and you know she'd pick on you at the yeah. end. But ultimately, she's dead. And I'd be dead. at my desk. Because so it's a round table. It's a round table. She'd get round to you at some point, and she'd sort of say something that made you feel like you were going to cry. Yes. She'd put fags she's out on your hands. She's a fucking bitch. <laughs> not, not Dorothy Parker anymore. <laughs> Ginger Mike. <laughs> yes. Yeah, they'd, they'd be two. Um, I'm going to be uh, much more recent. I'm going to say Victoria Wood. Oh, um, yeah. I've said it before. I, I think it'll always be my answer. Uh, I I never got to meet her or work with her, yet she inspired me massively. So I think uh, it'll probably be a cup of tea, I think, Victoria Wood. Uh, Mickey? Um, I usually say one of the suffragette uh, foot soldiers, like Annie Kenny, but I'm going to say Margaret Thatcher. And I'm going to take that pint and I'm going to pour it all over her head. Kerry <laughs> <laughs> Godiman, uh, what did you want to be when you were a kid? Um, I didn't, I think I always sort of wanted to do what I do, but really? I didn't know what the words were for mm, it. I just right. knew I liked performing and I liked doing creative things. And I did like telling stories, I used to write stories and I used to draw as well. So I didn't no specifically it would be performing but it would definitely be something creative and then and then you know as you get a bit older you you know that's when i knew that it would be performing in some form or other right. but yeah always storytelling in some hmm. way i was like that that's but i never have one of those like oh, i wanted to be a back horse circus thing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> you should have one of those stories shouldn't you like i 
What is it we're going to do, Darth Patrick? I don't know. <laughs> One of those. I think but I always I wanted of, to do the I thing. I like that you ended up doing what you always wanted to do, though. That's incredible. It, well, it is, well, it is now as an anecdote. I think it was horrific for my parents because they had to endure that forever. For like, just a precocious child is. You think they would have preferred if you'd wanted to be in the suit? I think they'd have preferred me to be quieter, <laughs> 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 to not be all the like coming down with scripts and like I've written a thing and now I'm going to do it. Act one. <laughs> Go to bed now. Um, so yeah see I used to do that in a much smaller scale I used to write poems that rhymed you know like proper ones yeah and and I used to read them but I used to be too nervous to do it in front of my family so I did it behind a curtain isn't it good that I eventually got in the front of the curtain it took a long time for me but I think I, in a similar way, I mean, there were other things I wanted to do for it. I didn't think that was a job, though. I mean, it certainly it isn't a job reading a poem from behind a curtain, is it? Mm. <laughs> it can be. <laughs> it's very niche. Um, <laughs> Take it to Edinburgh next year. <laughs> just see what it. happens. I could just play a recording. I wouldn't even have to be there. <laughs> um, actually, this is starting to sound really good. Um, <laughs> Olivia, what did you want to do? Uh, I think I, my mum was a nurse, and I, I just thought I'd be a nurse. And... I think I would have liked it. Um, and then uh, when I found out about midwives, I thought, that sounds brilliant, because that's babies. Um, I like babies. Um, and I didn't realise that you could be an actor, I don't think. Obviously, there were actors around, but I just assumed that they, they made that happen because they came from that place. And I, I didn't come from that place. And then it wasn't until I was 16 uh, I realised you could do plays and maybe be paid for it. And that's, that was a, a revelation. Mm. I wanted to be an actress very, very badly indeed. So badly it hurt. And I used to um, film, not film myself, because I didn't have the equipment, but I imagined <laughs> that I was being filmed all the time. And I'd, I would provide a commentary in my head. And I would say, there goes the bravest little girl in the world. <laughs> Look at her crossing the, w- the road, looking for all the world like a normal little girl. But what nobody knows is this little girl, every bone in her body is broken. And yet, she still walks because she is the bravest little girl. <laughs> on and on and fucking... Even wow. I got bored of me. I know. <laughs> but genuinely, wow. yeah, a, a, a running commentary where I was the star of the of- show... Quite or... a sad documentary. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, it's never quite gone away. <laughs> Sometimes it's a, well, there she goes, getting out of bed. <laughs> Look at her walking to the bathroom, <laughs> picking off popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mickey here with an advert for better health therapy online. You all right? Such a small question and sometimes such a big question too, eh? Now, regular listeners will know I am no stranger to depression and while over time and with the help of some decent counselling and brilliant friends and family, I've established a toolkit to help when the constantly dripping tap of life gets a bit too much. That does not mean I am a stress-free human rainbow skipping through meadows. I mean, who is? We all carry around different stresses, big and small, and sometimes we can deal and sometimes it's much harder to cope. Why, did it? Right now, I have a teenage puppy to deal with, and although I love her very, very much, she can be a lot. There, said it. And as quick a fix as it seems to say, I'm fine, I'm fine, and push it all down into the big inside box and put that lid on. For me, that hasn't been a great long-term solution, in that if I don't get it off my chest, it will at some point come bubbling up and it's never been one to pick its moments in a good way. I find talking means I can avoid it exploding out of me like a messy emotional volcano all over my nana's carpet. Also, during my various times in talk therapy, I discovered that saying something out loud or writing it down can make it seem much more manageable than allowing it to swirl around and grow ever bigger in my head. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I've found knowing how to reach out is sometimes the toughest bit. But BetterHelp is entirely online. Boom. Which means it couldn't be easier. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a registered therapist, then work your sessions around your schedule. With more than a 1,000 therapists in the UK already, BetterHelp can provide access to mental health professionals with a wide variety of expertise in mental health. 
Standard issue listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash standard. That's better, H-E-L-P dot com slash standard. Women are supposed to be sugar and spice and all things nice, which we know is bullshit. So I would like to know, what is your worst habit, Kerry Godleman? Oh, no, don't start with me. With Go, that on. Don't start with Go on. Don't start with Go on. What's yours? And I'll do I that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to have a think. Oh, I don't. Oh, I'm a bitch. <laughs> I behave terribly badly. And answer other people's questions. Seriously. <laughs> Start with Jenny. Sorry. This is good. No, go, go, Jenny. Go, Jenny. The bravest girl in the world is very deaf as well. <laughs> Wait, give us an example of when you're a bitch. What kind of situation brings it out in you? Uh, yesterday in the swimming pool. <laughs> um, I'm okay. I'm in the slow lane, but I'm borderline. I think we've established that. I could could go... (laughs) I could go... If I was a man, I'd be in the medium lane because very slow male swimmers don't go in the slow lane. Have you noticed? The etiquette of swimming lanes, don't get me started. Men do butterfly right down the slow lane. You're like, whoa, boundaries. Yeah. (laughs) It's outrageous. Extraordinary, isn't it? And then the old women that are hippos in the fast lane, you're like, get out. (laughs) I landed on an old lady hippo. I launched myself. I was doing backstroke. I was, I was like, you know, I'm not Rebecca Adlington. I, was, I gave a half a length start because I thought she looked slow. She might as well be knitting in there. <laughs> <laughs> and um, anyway, I think, call me Duncan Goodhue. I caught up with her. <laughs> and I launched myself on top of her. So I was lying. She was, so I was lying on my back. It was like some weird sex position that wouldn't ever work. And she, she bleated. She went, you're on top of me. <laughs> you're on top of me. And I went, well, I'm very sorry. I just can't swim that slowly. If I swam that slowly, I would drown. <laughs> <laughs> and for the rest of my swim, I thought, oh, Jenny, that was unnecessary. That was... <laughs> Oh, why is it? Why? Why? I know you're very brave swimming with every bone in your body that's broken. (laughs) But even so. You know, when sometimes you remember stories as if they're real, every time from now on I think of you, I'm going to think she's so amazing. (laughs) She tours up and down the country and all of her bones are broken. Kerry, what's your worst? Oh, no. I don't... I, ju- being judgmental, I shouldn't... Uh. You know, that's just... I, it's, it is a bad habit. And you think, I mustn't judge that cardigan. I don't know the backstory <laughs> of the cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've judged it now. I always just feel horrible for judging. Did you... In your head, did you out loud? Oh, I'll go out loud, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I'm with... I mean, I, my, I, I think it might be hereditary anyway, because my mum... I used to hate being on a tube with my mum because she would just... She just had no way of disguising. She'd just judge, like... <laughs> <laughs> and I'd always be like, don't, mum, just stop staring. And now I would do it, and I know that my daughter <laughs> will do it. It's a good tradition. I, 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 it's not something I think is a good habit. I think it is a bad habit, being mm. judgmental. But it's funny, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Could you start looking at backstories of all cardigans now? Yeah. <laughs> it's always a backstory to dodgy <laughs> sartorial choices, aren't they? <laughs> Olivia? <sighs> um, what was it? But, but what's, what's your worst habit? Worst habit. Um, I do eat bogeys. Who's? <laughs> 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 You're old. You're old. So at the bars there. Mine. You're old. Yeah. They're just they're great. They're salty. They're <laughs> crunchy. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she's horrified by the name Sarah. <laughs> and scabs. Have you, do you eat your own scabs? My, um, oh, come on. <laughs> it's out now. Yes, you do. I was having a conversation. The worst thing was I did, I once ate my brother's scab as a dare. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is awful. Oh. This has got very dark. <laughs> you see, I bet be... there are a lot of you going, I do that. No, no one, I don't no think so. Is. I don't think so. Somebody else. 
My daughter Can we cut that bit out of the phone? <laughs> my 10-year-old went the other day, what's that, Mum? Bogey or scab? Bogey or scab? Quick, 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 quick. <laughs> like, I don't know, bogey. <laughs> <laughs> so stressful. She sounds funny. Uh, so I think my worst habit is that I'm very controlling, but I don't think that's a... I, the problem is that I don't think it's a bad thing. <laughs> I think it's about being in control. Why do people call it in control and other people call it controlling? It's because people who are in control <laughs> bother people who think they're controlling. I think that's how it works. I just want everything done properly and I want everything done the way I think it should be done. That's all. <laughs> because I'm right. Uh, and I think either my husband doesn't mind... Or I've persuaded him with my controlling nature that I am best. <laughs> and he doesn't mind sticking around. And either of those responses I'm happy with. Um, somebody said, Roisin Conaty, brilliant comic that she is, said that couples are fizzy and still. And I really like that. So one is fizzy and one is still. Have I mentioned this to no, you? No, but she's got good mm. stuff on she's this. She's got good stuff, I remember yeah. her saying too many people confuse incompatibility with passion. Oh, And that's I thought, that's really good. And Would does fizzy and still swap? Take turns no. to sort of... No, so I am very fizzy, and my husband is just so adorable and calm, and, and I'm the sort of, nah! That's the same <laughs> thing. I'm like that. And my husband's he's the, really laid yeah. back. And I'm he, like, but why are you laid back? <laughs> <laughs> why do you seem to not give a shit about anything? <laughs> it does also mean that when people are laid back, they have what I call kitchen blindness, which is where they can happily watch a zombie film, even though there's fuckloads of dishes to do. <laughs> So it's not great all the time. Sometimes everybody needs a bit of fizz. Um, but yeah, I think I think that's my worst. But I don't think it is. <laughs> Maybe that's also my worst <laughs> attribute is that I don't think that being controlling is awful when it is clearly. Mickey Noonan. Oh, I pick my toenails and eat it. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. come on! You pick the toe. You pick. You pick them off. Mm. I oh. bite mine. Oh, oh. how can oh, you get you your can... foot up there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's doing it. She's doing it. For the uh, for the listeners, Jenny Claire just put her foot in her mouth and not in the usual way. That's because, very that's impressive. because she's that broken every impressive. bone in her body. <laughs> <laughs> Makes easy her very bendy. It's easy to do then. Farted as well. <laughs> Marvellous. Let's start with Jenny. In all of your work and life, what's been your favourite thing you've done? Uh, favourite is different from proudest, isn't it? Let's not confuse those two. Oh, well, let's uh, do, you can do both if you want. Uh, I think I'm proudest of, of the novels, um, but the most fun I've had is with the stand-up, the, the performing. Uh, I'm really glad about the grumpy shows because I think that um, they're just a hoot and a sort of madness, and I get to work with other women on stage, which has been a laugh, even though we're like cats in a sack sometimes. <laughs> Uh, and also, oh, it's just, but I love that as well. I love the fact that you can be middle-aged women all sniffing at each other going, well, she takes up too much room in the car and eats egg. Um, <laughs> and there's always somebody leaving a cardigan at the venue and the tour manager. Is it a cardigan with a backstory? <laughs> Did you judge the cardigan? <laughs> it's, um, yeah, I like, I like seeing the tour managers break down over the grumpy tour. <laughs> I like them all fresh-eyed and bushy-tailed at the start, and then at the end, they're like this. <laughs> <laughs> all sorts. Yes, I, 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 I'm very fortunate with the mix, but I think that when you've been happy with what you've done, you get increasingly scared of not being able to do it again. Right. Or nobody wants you to do it again. It's, uh, it's uh, Yeah, so I think I've been lucky, but I'd like the luck to continue. Mm. Kerry? Favourite or proud? Uh, fair, well, you can do favorite. both if you like. But um, most fun stand-up. I just I have so much fun doing it, and I, I just enjoy that total autonomy that you're not answerable to anyone else, and it's mm. entirely your feelings and your expression. Um, proudest, I think, my radio series. I had a couple of series on Radio Four that I really loved doing, and my husband played my husband, and we just had a really good time, and I surrounded myself with friends and lovely people and just I just that was my favorite job nice yeah Olivia um pr proud I think I'm proudest of uh, a film called Tyrannosaur um mm. thank you <laughs> thank you 
Yay, um, I, I think I'll, I can't imagine anything taking its place until I, the day I die. I think that's the... Um, um, and favourite... I think there's a one favourite thing. But I love, in the job we do, I love meeting new people each, each time. And every now and then there's a sort of crossover. And it's a, uh, I really love uh, meeting a bunch of other arty, sort of gentle people. And I feel really blessed and lucky that, you know, that we get to spend our time with people that also love what they do. And, um, yeah, that's my favourite thing, I think. Well, yeah. Mickey? Um, the thing I'm proudest of is standard issue, definitely. Um, and not just because Sarah's on stage. <laughs> 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 Because I think there was a real need for something that championed women instead of telling us what we should and shouldn't do and be and how we should act. And whereas Lads Mags, which I actually used to write for, I was a sexpert for nine months. A sexpert? Oh, yeah. Wow. It's a great portmanteau, isn't it? <laughs> four positions. Everything else is a variation on a theme. Um, oh, good to know. There's you're four. Welcome. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him he can phone me and I'll explain. <laughs> <laughs> um, and lads mags really build up their readers and go, you could have this girl, you can do this, you can be this strong, you can be this funny. Mm. Whereas women magazines really put women down and tell you that you're not good enough. And Standard Issue was like, yeah, we're good enough as we are, flaws and all, because we're fucking glorious and messy. So I'm super proud of that and of working with you. And I think um, to steal a little bit of Olivia's line, my favourite thing is meeting amazing people and just having been a journalist for 20 odd years I've met some fascinating people from all different walks of life that make me open my eyes to how lucky I am and also just how amazing people are and what pricks some of them are and yeah. just like keep you guessing at the world which is hmm. it's good what about you um if we're doing both I think um I think proudest is standard issue <laughs> yeah. I think it is I think there was a as you've said I think there was a, a gap and uh, Sarah Pascoe was the first person I emailed to say, do you think this is a good idea? She's a good barometer thing. She's awesome. And she said, it's, if I remember the exact quote, she said, it's not enough to complain. You have to provide something and prove that it's possible. So don't just moan. And I do sometimes just go, oh, why is there not a thing? And if it's in within your grasp and within your capabilities, just try and provide the thing and see if people like it. And they do, which is good. I'm going to ask, uh, whose career do you sort of look up to? Is there anybody, Kerry Godleman, is there anybody that you look and think, she's nailing it or he's nailing it? Oh, loads of, loads of people are having, uh, it's, there isn't anyone, because often you can watch a piece of work and go, I think that's amazing, that's extraordinary, but it's not the career, it's that performance or right. that piece of work. I mean, seeing lots of your work has been brilliant. I think oh. you're a wonderful actress. Um, you see, that because you didn't say Olivia's name and because Olivia didn't audibly respond, I could just take that as a compliment to me. Yes, and yours as well, yours as well. No, no, it's ah. audio. It's audio. Uh, <laughs> no. It is a difficult thing. It, I don't know, because you can sometimes, you, when you do see people do amazing things, that you can go, like going back to what you were saying earlier about jealousy and that's a mm. professional hazard sometimes and you can get in the way of your own admiration of other people's work and say oh, I wish I was doing that thing because you just uh, immediately put yourself in that position but there are lots of actors that I think do I want their career or I just admire their work someone like Jessica Hines I think is mm. brilliant and god there's so many I you're, it's difficult isn't yeah, it yeah. to sort of just pick yeah one person out people like Victoria Wood I can remember being a kid and watching things like Wooden Walters and just being, I suppose it is jealousy, but just being like, you're having so much fun. I wish I got to do what you're doing. It's just extraordinary. And that I don't know if that's admiration or covetousness or just a shared experience. or I don't know what it is, but there are lots of people that evoke that in nice. you know, me. Olivia? Uh, I think I, I'm going for a fairly obvious one, Dench. I think. Oh, yeah. Dench. It's got to yeah. be the Dench. Because... Uh, and I was very lucky. I met her. Uh, I did a job. <laughs> I, got, <laughs> I got to sit next to her. There's something about longevity of career is something that I hope for, which, you know, plays into the fear that every time I finish a job, I think that's my last job. I'm fucked. And I wonder if I can still type fast enough. <laughs> and, um, and just to, to, to be able to... She still loves it. And she still... 
And something about the way she is as well. She is the nicest, the most universally adored woman. I think to, to have loved your job for that long and still uh, just in, still enjoying it and still knows everyone's names and is still charming and she's still, she sort of feels lucky to be there, which is hilarious. And she, uh, she's just, she's what, an absolute legend and an icon of mine. I just I want to be like her. <laughs> um, Olivia, would you eat a dench bogey? Yeah. <laughs> I get a little bit of her DNA, I'm fucking laughing. <laughs> Jenny? Um, well, I, yeah, I have cataracts of jealousy, which stop me enjoying other people's work sometimes. <laughs> because I just go, I wish I'd thought of that. Um, I recently watched... Uh, but sometimes people break through that. And I really like it when I see... Uh, I write these things for Radio 4 called um, Little Lifetimes, and I give them... They go to actresses, because I wrote them for myself. And the uh, producer said, I think I can get better actresses than you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, my God! And then she got Imelda Staunton, and I had mm. to take my hat off. And she, yeah. she delivered a line about a fart so beautifully that I was kind of weepy with just... Thank gratitude and Vicky Pepperdine did one the other day, and I, it was just miraculous. What and the people that can do things that I can't do, and sometimes you have to just go, I can't do this, this, and that. There are lots of things I can't do on stage physically. One thing I'm very jealous of is people who can mime opening a door. <laughs> do you see? I can't do that, or a, a, a cupboard, and they're very good with their physicality. And I never got that, and I am jealous. So, <laughs> is that something you could practice at home? Have you got puppets <laughs> and doors at home? No, it's, it's never, it's never going to happen. It's never the same. No. You could start with actual doors and then just graduate to imagining them. Yeah. No. <laughs> I think you're rushing it. You're going way too fast. You see, you see. <laughs> I mean, if I gave you no, feedback, I'm, just, I'm only trying it. to help you. All I'm saying is, you're doing it too quickly. You're not committing. Well, I'm just. It, <laughs> In the cupboard, very good. I want to get through the door really quickly. You don't know my motivation. <laughs> Stop judging, Godliman. I'm just judging, just judging. <laughs> yes, there you go. That's so much better. <laughs> and now I'm thrilled. Yeah, I'm thrilled. The you. bravest girl in the world, despite having every bone in her body broken, managed you know, to tentatively open the door. And, and this is a podcast, isn't it? That's not going to work, is oh, it? It doesn't work on podcasts. Oh, don't worry. A few months ago, we had Miranda and Mel Gidroch doing uh, yoga. That didn't work great on a podcast either, but it was fucking hilarious in the room. Uh, Mickey? Um, probably someone like, or someone, Gloria Steinem, I think is amazing and has had an amazing career and she's a great writer. But she's also done like really good stuff and been an activist and done loads of important things. And sometimes I think that maybe I'm a little bit frivolous, so it would be good to do a bit more good. But standard issue certainly made me feel like I wasn't just telling men how to jack off. So that's <laughs> what I did and previously. And you wrote for the magazines as well, <laughs> just, just telling them face just, to face. Just, just on the bus. <laughs> Come on, use two hands, make yourself feel like a god. <laughs> <laughs> Slightly embarrassing because mine is Jenny. Oh, yeah, it genuinely is. Oh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> oh, shit. No, because no, no. I it's it's similar to what Olivia said about the longevity. Is that I'm, I'm not that old, love? Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right? get over yourself. Come on, <laughs> cheeky man. I've heard she can't open a door. <laughs> it's <laughs> remember, every bone in my body is broken. <laughs> I think because um, I started very late uh, to this job I started at 29 and um, I've only been doing it sort of 13 years and I just want to always be doing it and I love that I came to see your show and it was incredible and I just it was so it's so great when somebody you admire is Effortlessly, I hate the word. I always use the word effortlessly, and I hate it because it implies no effort, and I don't. I don't mean that at all. But it, it, it was so easy to watch you be brilliant, and 
I just, I love the career that you have. I, I've written a book. I'm catching up, but I've written a book. Done <laughs> nine, love, done nine. <laughs> I don't even know that I've read nine. Um, uh, yeah, so it's, oh, I'm slightly kind. embarrassed. Um, it's kind. But I, I've but been asked that question on previous shows, and I've, oh, I always say you. <laughs> no, you've been very lucky because you've never witnessed the, the, sh- the shows when they've not worked. You've only, you've, you, I know, um, thank you for coming, but... Um, the um, the last show you saw has been touring. It's it's in that beautiful mode at the moment. It's it's uh, shows are weird and they get to a point where you just go. I know every bit of this. I know how to play it. I know all the lines. I know. It's just it's such it's gorgeousness. It's like playing netball really well, which obviously I can't. Uh, <laughs> Could you mime netball? <laughs> no. Okay, I'm going. <laughs> It's a small ball. <laughs> a goal attack. <laughs> no, missed it. Uh, so, yeah, you've, got, you've, you've caught the good ones. There have been many, many appalling gigs. I never want you to witness, and you will one day, and you're going to be so upset and horrified. And no, all I, I can I do is apologise in advance. I, I do the same job, so I, yeah. I know that there are great ones, and there are ones that are a little wobbly, and there are ones where you've got a migraine, and there are ones where yeah. you've had terrible news 10 minutes before you... I've done it all. I've done all of those things where you go out and it's it's not the best that you can be so i would never judge you on that but i i just think uh you know i followed your career and it's now gone weird in the room i understand (laughs) Uh, (laughs) uh, i just i see how you've planned your career and how you've the decisions you've made and the uh projects you've chosen and i admire it that's it well, I like an afternoon chat show myself. No, I wouldn't. I like a quiz show. I'd like a sit-down quiz show now. I'm knackered. The legs are gone. sit-down quiz show. Yeah. Just, so, something behind a desk, so yeah. you could just wear your pants with your popcorn on and the bottom. <laughs> That's all I want. <laughs> if you could go back and talk to your younger self, what advice would you give her? And I'm going to start with a very frightened-looking Olivia. <laughs> <sighs> um, How young? Like... Four, like what six years. I'm not putting oh, okay. parameters on it. I like it, thanks. I'm not the control freak. I mean, enthusiast. <laughs> <laughs> tell me parameters. Oh, ah, ah, uh, uh, I would say. Uh, That's a good laugh. You madam. should. Uh, you're not fat at the moment. I would say it to myself. That'll come later. Make make the most of now. Wear less. Um, <laughs> is this the sort of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, what else should I say? I would say, you, yeah, one day you're going to meet a gorgeous boy called Ed, and uh, that will be brilliant because uh, you'll marry him and you'll love him forever. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, oh, I just sort of. I, I, I felt, I think, fairly confident as a teen, sort of comfortable in myself, which was really lucky for a teen. And so I'd say stick with it and, uh, and never... I, I've, ne- I've always stood up for... I came from a very sort of two-feminist parent family, so I never saw a sort of boy, boy T- job, girl job T-W-O thing. or just two-feminist? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> T-W-O. Okay, good. And so I, I felt sort of I didn't need to be a certain way for anyone or, and I felt strong enough to tell boys to fuck off. And I think that's quite important. And I'd like to say well done for that as a teen because I feel like that's Can helped your me. younger person come and talk to me? When oh, I, was like, oh. Oh. I could have done with some of that. Oh. I mean, <laughs> I might be making it a bit rosy. I'm sure there were moments when I was all over the shop. But um, I, I think, uh, no, I didn't do too badly as a, a younger person. That's cool. I feel a bit sick. I made myself feel a bit vomiting. <laughs> I feel the same way as when you hear the word Sarah. <laughs> oh, I wish I could go back in time and talk to that younger self. <laughs> so, like an hour ago. <laughs> think name. it through. Just even seconds ahead, just think, think it through. <laughs> Jenny? Um, uh, very opposite, actually, to... Olivia's, um, I'd have said, stop, don't be such a, a, a silly slag. Uh, 
I'd have said to my younger self, you don't have to suck boys off just because you don't know what to say to them. <laughs> it does make maths more interesting, though. Which it genuinely did. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's... My... I've got my daughter, and you... are you proud of your old mum now? <laughs> <laughs> I think we've got another line in Jenny's T-shirts. <laughs> Kerry? Kerry? I can't top that, really. That's, <laughs> that's extraordinary. <laughs> yeah, just, well, just uh, calm down. Just calm down. <laughs> just don't be such, in such a hurry. The whole, what's the, the marathon versus the race thing or the sprint? Or like, just every, I was in such a hurry. To do everything. And you think, that's a long journey, hopefully, if you're lucky. Tortoise, not hair. Yes, yeah. that one. Yeah. Like, I wanted all these experiences, and you're like, you don't, you've got a long life, and you can have them later or different yeah, times yeah. or whatever, with regard to either work or sucking blokes off, all of it. Like, yeah. you could just not have to be doing it all at once. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. We call it multitasking. <laughs> <laughs> but do you know what I mean? I just would say that. Just calm down. Yeah. Take your time. Don't rush. There's no need. Mickey? Oh, I was going to ask you. Oh, OK. Do you want me to... Sarah? Um, I would... I I never really... Oh, it's such a trope of a stand-up to say you never fitted in, but I never really felt like I found people that I could be myself with, I think, for quite a long time. Um, so I would tell my younger self that I would find my tribe eventually, and I think my tribe is comedians. Mm. And I feel like I am utterly myself when I'm backstage at a gig and I feel like I'm a version of myself everywhere else and I think I didn't really know that that those people were out there and when I found them I felt like I utterly belonged oh. Mickey? Um, calm down find a tribe, suck them off <laughs> 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 it'll be alright <laughs> that needs to go on a t-shirt for sure <laughs> What do you have to plug? Kerry, you're going on tour. I'm going on tour, yes, in the autumn with a show called Stick or Twist that will be out and about. Nice. And is, have you got a website that we can see? The I'm dish? sure Google will reveal such a thing. I have. <laughs> <laughs> you're so <laughs> technical. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just K-E-R-R-Y. It's like the speaking spell. Just Kerry. Um, oh, that's yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm so the oh. king of Kerry's. Uh, no, you'll need to put the G-O-D. <laughs> um, yes. And then a sitcom on ITV in a few weeks, I think, with Jack D. Um, oh, nice. Called Bad Move. Yes. Okay, good. Excellent. Thank yeah. you. Olivia? I uh, don't have anything to plug. You're on at the National. You're on at the National. It's sold it. out, so you can't come. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> she said that, so we get that out of her. That's Mad. so fucking smart. <laughs> I saw, I, it's, I'll tell you why it's sold out, because our stage is so big, there's almost no seats left. <laughs> so that's the just only the reason. Just every night. Yeah, just my mum and dad. <laughs> um... <laughs> um uh, but anything, I haven't got anything that's coming out for a while. Okay. But I film next year. But that's a long You're way Filming off. something during the day, though, now. Yeah. In your head. Yeah, but that won't or be in out. Real life. Yeah. <laughs> in real life. Is it a, a documentary about a very brave girl? <laughs> <laughs> but she's only got one really broken leg. So it's a, oh, oh, it's not as sad as Jenny's. But, uh, <laughs> Jenny, are you? You're still on tour. Are you? Uh, the the never-ending tour goes on, but that, the very few dates left. There's a book of short stories out called Listening In, uh, which uh, there are 24 short stories, and I've illustrated them really badly, um, which is a terrible conceit of mine, and I regret it every time I catch sight of the book. I kind oh. of wince with embarrassment. You see, because backstage you offered to illustrate my book. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'll bring her down. <laughs> So, yes, there's that, and I'm working on some other things. That's what they all say, isn't it? <laughs> um, I have a book out, oh, God, horrifically soon. Um, I'm terrified. Uh, October the 5th, my autobiography plus self-help tips uh, comes out. Uh, October the 5th, and I am on tour all of next year. So uh, it starts in January and information is on uh, Kerry Godleman's website. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I also have a website.
Uh, you've been such a lovely audience. Uh, you've been incredible fun. Uh, please thank me in joining our excellent guests, Jenny Eclair, Olivia Coleman, Carrie Godleman, Mickey Noonan, and I've been Sarah Milliken. Thank you very much. Good night. Standard issue for all women.